on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. Idiot! How's that for a slice of fried gold? This is Liam Wilson from Azusa and formerly the Dillinger Escape Plan, and you're listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me, as always, is the... Rub Guy. There you go. And today, we'd like to welcome the host of Horace Hollowed Grounds, co-host of the Thing with Two Heads video podcast, writer, producer, and convention agent, Mr. Sean Clark. What's up, man? Oh, you know, just just living the dream, baby. <laughs> and, and and obviously doing a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been keeping myself busy during the forced vacation. Yeah, I've been enjoying myself. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you that, man. I was wondering how things are going with with you. Considering, I mean, you I'm sure you do a lot of travel when you're doing the convention circuits and stuff. So, like, how's that going for you with this can't do shit kind of thing? I've honestly been loving it. Really? Um, oh God! It, I'm, I've been, I've been so busy for the past decade. Uh, you know, I'm I have like 300 clients, and sometimes I'll have four or five conventions on the same weekend. Yeah, you know, oh. I, I can't go to all of them, but I'm I'm traveling almost every weekend somewhere. Wow! You know, I have the occasional weekend off here and there. And to just be home is the greatest thing ever. I bet, man. Uh, it would be after that. <laughs> yeah, after yeah. a long I mean, trip like that? Jesus. But, you know, I will say this, that, you know, obviously the lack of money uh, that I would have been making uh, sucks. But <laughs> um, but fortunately, I've done well enough that I can take the time off. Un- you know, unlike some people, which I feel terrible, people that are struggling. Um, right. You know, it's. It really right. sucks, um, but fortunately for myself, uh, I was in a good position when the shit hit the fan. So yeah, how, how is it? This oh, is one. Of, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was going to say I, I've noticed that a lot of people that we've talked to uh, have said that um, it's given them time to 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 delve into uh, uh, aspects of being creative that they haven't been able to touch on in a while. Has that has that been something that you've been able to do while you've been doing all these other things i know the podcast is is going and 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 the the hollow ground i mean other aspects for creativity for you is there has there been much um i mean that's that's really where i've been putting my time is uh 
is is I decided, you know what, I'm going to finally put up a YouTube channel and do stuff. Uh, and because uh, I had all, you know, all my previous Horse Hog Grounds episodes that were already on YouTube illegally uh, that other people, I mean, I'm looking really? at, I'm pulling up one of my videos that has a million hits and I'm like, shit, that could have been my million hits. And uh, yeah. And so I, I, I had all of them taken down and, you know, I re-uploaded all of them, um, some of them with, you know, footage that people hadn't seen before. I had some uncut episodes. Very cool. And then, uh, then I just started, you know, you, one thing you do when you're stuck at home, you start to go through stuff. And I started uncovering boxes and boxes of videotapes and camcorder tapes. And I have, I have stuff that I've shot going back to the early, early nineties. Um, Oh, wow. And some, yeah. And so I started, uh, digitizing a lot of it and uploading some of it. Uh, I, I, I hopefully, I hope to upload all of it at some point. Um, I started this other little side series called, uh, convention days revisited. And it was basically, it's going to be a combination of just footage. I shot at conventions and also when I was a journalist, when I worked for the Horror Channel and Dread Central and Bloody Disgusting, I was a lot of times the on-camera guy doing interviews. And I found oh, all nice. these tapes of interviews that I don't even know if they <laughs> ever saw the light of day. You know? Oh, wow. It's just like, That's hey, here, it's right like, here they are. What is this? Yeah. yeah. And there's some great stuff from people that are dead, you know, like Richard Brooker and wow. David Hess and Wes Craven. Oh, wow. Damn, yeah. dude, That's great. So I figured I'd share that um, as well as just geeky videos of us being nerdy horror fans when we were kids. And uh, I'm just been having fun with that and creating new Horrors Hog Grounds episodes is what I've been spending a lot of time doing. Um, and you know, during all this, I guess one thing I did learn was how to use the editing software because <laughs> I, I never I, – I was in the beginning – uh, Andrew Cash, who was the main editor on, on the Horrors Hog Grounds episodes, he's now like a editor and director on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, he's he's like oh, doing no real shit. shit, no shit. Um, but uh, you know, the first few episodes, I would sit there with him and tell him what I wanted, and you know, this and that. And then it got to the point where he knew my style, and I just trusted him to do them. So I knew how to edit. I just didn't know how to use the software. Right. So I've been teaching myself uh, by doing all these projects, which, which has been a lot of fun. That's yeah. cool. I mean, that's how I learned how to use any of the sound equipment that I had. I mean, I've always – I've been in and out of bands. Uh, me and Justin both have been on, on, in and out of bands for years. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I knew how recording equipment worked. I recorded albums many times, you know, but I went to studios to do it. But once I, we started to do this podcast and I started piecing together my studio to do it, I mean, we started out with a fucking stick microphone stuck into an old PC that we were huddled around talking to. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that's how we started this. And, and now, you know, it's that's a full studio. It's almost got, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Now I got mixing boards and, you know, all the fancy, you know, condenser mics and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I taught myself that and, and it makes me feel better that I know how to do this shit. But, you know, yeah. If I had a sound engineer, it'd be fantastic. All we have to do is talk, and they can just edit it all together for me. <laughs> but no, yeah, well, I'll tell way. you, there's no way 
I would have had time to do any of this stuff had the pandemic not happened. Right. Um, now, you know, I'm, I'm motivated to do this stuff. Um, but now I'm starting to see the convention thing starting to kind of rear its ugly head again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, shows are starting to slowly happen. I mean, the, the, you know, it, it, it's all based on the, the air, the States, you know, every state. Well, has yeah, sure. They have their own laws, rules. You know? Um, so it just so happens. I think all the best shows are in, uh, States that have heavy restrictions. So <laughs> right now you're seeing a lot of smaller shows, uh, popping up or, yeah. or moving forward. And, um, you know, it, you know, Mad Monster Party North Carolina just did a show this past weekend. That's a good size show. That's a fun show. I didn't go to it, but I had a client there, Zach Gallagher. Um, really, I've and, actually and he said there. it was. He was. He said it was great. Um. So there's things starting to happen. I'm starting to get more calls of booking people in and, um, getting things looking more like starting, say, September-ish is when it looks like things are going to really start moving again as long yeah. as things keep going in a positive direction with the vaccines and stuff yeah i mean all we do you see any to... do, you, do you see any changes happening in the convention scene at since this has all happened i mean do you think there's going to be uh after everybody's you know running smooth and everything do you think there's still going to be restrictions in certain ways and how people operate oh yeah oh for sure um i mean pe people in general are going to be more cautious uh and I think the mask thing is going to be something that doesn't go away for a long time. I agree. Unless, unless, you know, something significant changes. Um, and, and, you know, what's going to really dictate that is the talent too, you know, mm, be true. because, you know, if you got a guy like Robert Englund saying, well, I'm not going to do your show unless everybody's wearing masks. Well, you can guarantee that that show is going to make sure Everybody, whether they like it or not, are wearing masks. Right, you know? right. So right. It, 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 it's going to, that kind of stuff is going to dictate the way things happen. And I'm just using Robert as an example. I don't know where his stance is on it. <laughs> right. I'm not right. speaking for him. Um, you know, I'm just saying that as an example, you know, somebody who's sure. a headliner like him that, that commands that kind of. You know, attention can, yeah he can respect. throw that down if he wants to you know yeah anybody who can sure. command that kind of respect as a as an individual you know you're, you're going to if you're basing your entire convention on like okay i have like four headliners and and three of the four are like well we're not going to do it if you don't have everybody masked and i guess what everybody's got to wear a fucking mask that's all there is mm -hmm. to it and yeah. and i mean i agree with that i mean uh you know you just got to do what you got to do and i think I think conventions like the smaller conventions are going to have a tougher time because they're usually use uh, smaller, you know, venues. So you still have the mass amount of people that want to go, but they're probably going to have to limit the people inside the venue at one. You know, like I don't know how they're going to do that with the limitations. You know, because like out here in New Orleans, like we have you're limited, like restaurants are limited to like fifty percent or twenty five percent right now in in the actual city uh to, to get people in there so I, I can only imagine what like a, a convention with like hundreds of people <laughs> want to get in there at one time what they're gonna have to do with that whereas if you be like okay we can have 50 in at a time you know you just gotta take your time that kind of shit mm -hmm. but who yeah, knows it's, it's gonna be interesting um i mean you know certain shows um 
like you know ones that pop into my head like Texas Frightmare or Monster Mania. I don't know if you've been to either of those, but those shows are generally fucking asses to elbows like the whole place yeah, like yeah. jammed i've been to frightmare um, for f- like the last four years yeah we go we we go quite yeah. a bit yeah i mean i love both those shows those are both two of the top tier shows in my opinion but they're they the layout of those shows is such that they have those sections that just get jammed you yeah, know yeah and there's nothing you can really do about it so I just don't know how they're going to, even with restrictions on the amount of people, how do you keep those small corridors that lead to vital places? How do you keep those clear? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be interesting. It, it will. It's, it, it's going to be crazy. I mean, like, I, I really hope, uh, Frightmare pulls through soon. Like, well, not soon, but you know, whenever that, whenever it's time they ever open their, restrictions up for them guys to do stuff uh uh lloyd's been uh been on a show a bunch the gentleman who owns frightmare and uh um he's a great guy he's a friend of ours but uh the only thing i could see or think of is if like with frightmare it's it's in that you know how it's in the lobbies and stuff of the the hotels um the only thing i can think of is make corridors that people have to walk through you know what i'm saying like to walk through into yeah. I was thinking the only thing you could do is uh, probably I can see because they're going to do this up around where I'm at. I know uh, just south of where I'm at in Myrtle Beach, one of the cons that are going to be happening there. Uh, they're going to be doing the ticket prices went up. Uh, it's it's a multi-day festival, but uh, it's limited to, I think, so many day one, so many day two, so many day three. Right. There's no repeat entrance. <laughs> unless you get uh the crazy expensive vip pass to go through mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's that's going to change it that way too plus you're going to have uh timed queues and timed panels and things like that that are it, it's going to be a, a logistically a bit of a nightmare i can i can kind of foresee i'm sure for a bit but yeah i don't know how you know everything is going to work out uh, i really hope like i said i really hope Frightmare does something sooner or later, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I had a I had a good question for you. Um, <laughs> I, I was kind of interested in you. you you're um, you've been in the genre for so long, and you've seen a lot of amazing people come through, actors and that have made iconic roles. Mm-hmm. Have you seen in anything newer something new, fresh, fresh talent? Anybody? Do you see anybody moving up? In those, would you you would consider icon status like, like we're talking, you know what I mean, 10, 20 years down the road that you can actually see them going, wow, this is going to be the next headliner of that convention for sure, you know what I mean? That's tough, man. I, I you know, um, I mean, you know, you you start to see the birth of, of of new, you know, like like for example, the art, the clown terrifier. Yeah. I was going to say which, that. Yeah. Which I, you know, I mean, Damien is one of my clients. Oh, nice. Uh, and I have a bunch of people from the the new film. I haven't seen the new film yet, but the first film I thought was okay. I yeah. mean, I didn't, I, you know, I thought it was a really cool character. Uh-huh. A lot of good gore effects, but I didn't think there was a whole lot of a story there. I, I, I kind of, I watched it and I was like, all right, you know, I get, 
I get the attraction to the character right. from you know the fans. Um, I'm hoping that the obviously the uh, sequel takes it to another level. Right. But but there you know shows the potential of maybe the next you know wave of icons in the future. Um, I kind of feel like. Uh, Sam from Trick or Treat is starting to gain that status a little bit. Um, uh, I agree. Okay. I, and you know, it's it's really strange. Is like I remember when, um, oh god, I can't remember the the young guy who played Sam, and Quinn Lord. Yeah, I remember when he was at Frightmare, and mm-hmm. and I was um, I was like, man, I really should go talk to this kid. I think he's gonna be, you know, I think this movie's gonna pull off and do something really good. And then something happened where I got pulled off somewhere else and I never did go talk to, I felt horrible cause I really wanted to, you know, say, man, you know, I just like to go talk to the guys and tell them they did a good job. And I thought it were fantastic in their films and you know, all that good stuff. And, mm. um, and, and just, I don't know, man, I always thought that that film was going to do something really, really big. And then it's been, it's been kind of dormant for a while, but I see that like now, like the, uh, like at the toy stores and the, you know, there are all these Sam items now. And before there was like hardly yeah. anything. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like it's starting to bloom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely picked up steam in regards to the character and all the exclusive toys and merchandise and like uh, Spirit Halloween just did a whole bunch of exclusive things yeah. this last year. And, um, it's just a very cool character, and it's a great movie. Um, it's just a movie that it, it it had, you know, it got shelved for a while. It didn't get the theatrical release. It went straight to video. Right. It had all kinds of problems, and it it really it's one of those films that I think got discovered late. Um, you know, there was an announcement of for a trick or treat too, and then that just kind of went away. You know, really, I so, didn't know that. Right. Wow. Oh yeah, they had a big announcement. The Egyptian theater, Ooh. the cast was there, and Michael Doherty announced it, and then nothing ever happened. That was like, I don't know, six years ago or something. It's no, been a while. That sucks, man. Yeah, and then he's gone on to do you know Godzilla and right, you know, <laughs> right. You know, he he's busy. So he, I don't know if I don't know if that's ever going to see the light of day. And by the time it does, you know, I doubt they'd have Quinn playing Sam because now he's a. 20 i think he's 21 now really god yeah i mean he was a little kid well actually that could be interesting if he did play like if it was based a little you know that character further in the in time in his timeline i don't know something tells me they'll stick with a little person yeah yeah so i mean there's been all there's there's so much in in the in the uh horror uh movies that have have really been impressing me lately when are you getting in back into the doing the films man um you know uh it's it the business has changed so much that it's uh i don't know i i i don't it's it's kind of tough i mean it's it's a very it's a very risky business these days um and it's so much work for so little reward unless you, you, you know, you have the next Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity, and, <laughs> right, you know, right. which which is just doesn't happen often. Um, you know, I I did my movie and literally like right after I did it, my business blew up. And, uh, OK. You know, I mean, I 
you know, I would make more money in a weekend at one convention than I made on that entire film. So, wow. It, yeah. Oh, so it, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So you kind of, your motivations change. <laughs> so, Man, you, you know, um, I, I, how the hell did you fall into, you know, just out of curiosity, how did you fall into being a convention agent? You know what I mean? Like, or just an agent in general. I mean, was it just a, something you wanted to do or you just kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to try no, this out. T- totally an accident. Wow. I mean, it was, it was, it was literally, um, I was, you know, I was involved in the horror thing. I was right. doing conventions as a vendor. I was a journalist and I talked a celebrity into doing a convention who had never done one before. And I said, Hey, you should give it a shot. There's one local here in LA. Um, my friend's putting it on. You should go do it. And he took my advice. He tried it and half, you know, at the show, he was like, man, this is the best. This is so much fun. I'd, I'd love to do more of these. How can I get into more of these? And I mentioned there was a guy I knew that did this. There was only one dude I knew that did this. And so I said, Hey, I know this guy, he books people, you know, want me to talk to him? He said, yeah. And I went over, I talked to him and he was, he kind of shrugged the guy off like, eh, pass. And I go, really? really? Wow. And, and he's, yeah. So I went back and I told him, I said, yeah, you know, the guy said pass. And he, he, he goes, oh, fuck that guy. He goes, why don't you rep me? <laughs> and I just kind of went, I guess I could. And that's literally how it started. That's fucking awesome. That's so good, dude. That's like, that's really fucking awesome. It's like, yeah, fucking. And the I'll funny do it. thing about that story is the guy that blew him off, you know, is still in the business, and, you know, as far as the convention booking end of it, I've totally surpassed him, <laughs> and and he hates my guts. Oh, that's and, nice. Uh, and you know, so it's kind of funny. It's like, dude, I'm the monster you created, bro. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you know? yeah, no shit, dude. That's funny. He's like, it's your fault, dude. You did it. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking cool. It's like, a, like, kind of accidentally doing it. That's really cool. Yep. Yeah. Um. And, and literally, I was only doing it because, you know, once he asked me to do it, I I went back to that guy and I kind of bent his ear a little bit you know just like discreetly just kind of like how do you get paid man you know how does this work you know and he just kind of stupidly told me and (laughs) and when he told me oh you know they'll fly you in and put you up and i'm like wait whoa wait hold up so the conventions that you do like in new york they'll fly you there pay for the flight and they'll give you a hotel room and you get to go to the convention for free and he's like yeah and I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> you were like, you know, I'm in. <laughs> I just wanted to go to conventions for free. Right. I was like, shit, I get to go to all these conventions all over the U.S. And I'm not going to have to pay anything. And then I started doing it. And then I started to make a little money. And I was like, oh, I can make money, too. And then, you know, kept sure. like, grew it, you know. That's fucking cool, man. That, that's yeah. that's awesome. Um. So, all right, I, I read that, that Jaws was your first movie, right, that you enjoyed, like, as a kid. Like, that was your first, like, uh, real horror movie that you were, uh, like, I guess, obsessed with? Uh, I, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, it wasn't the first movie I saw, um, but it was, it was definitely, I think, the first horror film that had a real impact on me. Yeah. Like, uh, that I left the theater and 
you know, it affected the rest of my life. I yeah. mean, I think that um, happened to a lot of people. I, I was, Josh. yeah, I was going to say, I was going to tell you the same thing. I was kind of like, cause it, it, that was my question. It was like, was that like the one that really impacted you? Because my, as a kid, like I saw alien in the theater as a child and it didn't bother me as much as jaws did. <laughs> No, like, Alien fucked me up. Really? The, really? Oh, man. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it did, for sure. Like, that but, one didn't bother me as much as Jaws, man. Because, like, even even to this day, like, if I go out, even in a swimming pool, dude, if I go in a swimming pool at night, all I can think of is that fucking fin popping up on that water, dude. It still fucks with me. <laughs> well, we had, when we first moved to California, my parents bought this house that had well it was it had a swimming pool but it was for whatever reason the people that owned it painted it black oh jesus yeah so you're literally just looking into darkness, <laughs> darkness. And, and i used to be terrified to jump in there thinking that there could be a shark in there you know oh my god dude that's that's fucking terrifying dude yeah and it was that's also terrible. nasty because like you know, something a, a fucking rat could fall in the pool, die, and be at the bottom. You'd never <laughs> You'd see. Never it, you never know? see. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, we eventually drained it and repainted it. So you know. Oh but, man. But have... for the first few years we lived there, it was black, and it freaked me out. <laughs> Welcome to the black pool. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. What if I was out there swimming by myself and I drowned, and my mom walks out and looks, and you don't see me, and right. you can't see me. You right. know. It's just the empty. It's it's just nothing wrong with it. it's all black. It's good. No, yeah. that's where you hide the bodies at the bottom of the black pool. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's crazy oh, that's shit, dude. That's Wait, so what was your first horror movie? Uh, probably Alien. Oh, that was it. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, most likely, most likely, it was it. it was Alien? I would say. How old are you? I'm 46. Okay, so that makes sense. See, I'm 50. And so I saw Jaws in the theater when I was like five. Really? And oh. yeah. So and then I saw Alien in the theater when I was nine. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it it so you probably didn't see Jaws till a little bit later then. Right, right. I didn't see Jaws yeah. till you know I forget where I I don't even remember. I was you know I was still a little kid, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, it might have been you know what I might have it might have been Jaws two that I saw first. As a well, kid. there you go. As a kid, you know what I mean. <laughs> that one scares me a lot that's more. A, that's a bigger shark. Yeah, yeah. But um, now, well, the, uh, like I was gonna say the first one I saw was uh, because of a very evil babysitter when I was a little kid <laughs> decided she was gonna invite her boyfriend over while my parents were out and oh, put yeah. on The Exorcist. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. But, uh, that was uh, one of my I, first. That was one of my first movies in the theater was The Exorcist, but I didn't really understand what was going on. I was right. too young because I was like three or four, you know. Yeah, yeah. I oh was, yeah, yeah. I I didn't know what the hell I was in. It was the drive-in. I'm like, and who knows if I even saw the whole thing? I may have <laughs> right, fell asleep right. in the backseat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, still, when I was a little kid, though, one of the scariest movies, funny enough, when I was little, now that I ever saw in theaters as a little kid was actually a Disney movie called Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, yeah. Yo, that that's a great movie, man. Yeah. That terrified the shit out of me. <laughs> you know, Especially oh, when it, the room got filled with spiders. Yes. That was oh, yeah. freaking out. Hands down, the movie that terrified me the most, and I saw it on TV uh, when I was like, I don't know how old I was, seven, eight, 
was Trilogy of Terror. Nice. That doll. Oh, yeah, gosh. that doll, dude. Yes. Oh. That freaked me out more than anything. I remember screaming, and cr- I was crying and screaming for them to turn it off. I was <laughs> losing my shit. <laughs> that doll, yeah, that doll was fucked up, though, man. It was weird looking. Yeah, now I got it sitting right here on my desk. Oh, that's you know, awesome. Rep- replica of <laughs> it, you know. Faced your fears. That's right. That. That's right. It's well, here with me. It's weird that I mean, you had that 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 reaction, and you eventually became part of that world. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Well, believe wow. me, it's it's a very surreal experience. The all the people I work with, you know, you know, mm-hmm. like being a little kid, being like an eight year old kid, and seeing Halloween, right. and then oh. and and not knowing that, you know. 30 some years later i'm gonna be friends with almost everybody in that movie and and work with them that's I mean, so it, cool it, dude it's bizarre it's so bizarre um that's such a that's know, such a really cool thing though man you know like that you you can say that i mean it's like look i i was actually scared of this movie and now look at me i'm with these people it's so cool yeah i mean like michael myers <laughs> is like the guy's kind of like my dad. I mean, I, you know, he's like a, a father figure to me. I mean, we were good friends, but, you know, we kind of have that father-son-ish relationship. You right, know? right. And, and, and it's it's just a trip, you know. I, it, it blows my mind, you know, it blows my mind. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure That's I've it. seen you here at uh, the, the conventions out here, like, uh, what is it, Comic Wizard World or something out here in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure I've seen yeah. you at a few of those. I've, I've done Wizard World New Orleans a few times. I did uh, the Walker Stalker, I think, had yeah. a New Orleans show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've done I've done some New Orleans shows. Yeah. They don't seem to do that good in New Orleans shows. It's I tough. Think it, it, it's tough towns, out here. Towns where there's gambling, yeah. like New Orleans, Atlantic City, Vegas, those shows always usually suck. Yeah. I mean, as far as like pe- uh, attendance and and especially sales, it's like people just they don't they want to they want to party. They don't want to right. buy. Right. You right. Know? Uh, that, well, yeah, I could see that. I mean, New Orleans I mean, is such is a Vegas party any town. different? Oh, the Vegas shows are terrible. Yeah, Vegas shows. Like they are. are. I mean, the, dude, the only shows that do any business in Vegas is uh, the Star Trek that they have that one big once a year Star Trek show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, their Supernatural show uh, does pretty well because yeah. that that okay. Supernatural has a pretty rabid fan base. I only know that because I was at their last Vegas one with Matthew Lillard because of the they had him there because of the Supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover. Yeah. Oh. And was surprised at how well they did, but any other shows I've done out there, horror shows, toy shows, just celebrity type shows are always ghost towns. Wow. Really? That's crazy, man. Wow. That's interesting. But, but I mean, I can figure, I mean, you think about too, is those towns have so much more shit to do that other people are kind of like, that's what what I think the problem is with new Orleans. There's so much to do. You go there and you're like, you know, yeah, you spend like, 30, 30 minutes to an hour at the convention, buy two or three things and then leave, and then don't come back because they got so much shit to go on all over the place, you know? Yeah. Or you got the guys like, well, I could spend the money at that slot machine as I walk in. Right, there. right. Yeah, there's yeah. that too. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I find, and to be honest, I'll, I'll tell you like this, I find that like Wizard World has definitely died 
out here oh. died down so much out here. Uh, last year's was pretty like I was pretty surprised that they even came back last year or a year before last, not last year because last year was a COVID bomb. But um, so I'm I'll be I, so proud. I'll be surprised if they put us back on the list this year if they even do one. Dude, I that's a company I don't understand. I mean, Same. I. I I I mean I just I don't I don't understand their business model I I, I because that I show, hear that a lot yeah that it's... show was a juggernaut yes and uh and then it just it just went south fast and and then the other thing it is like there's no imagination man it's like every year they bring the same people back and i'm just like i agree how can you keep bringing back the same people that don't draw every year i i was like right. I'm, i got to the point where i'm like is this fucking whole show a tax write-off i don't understand yeah that, you know and, and you know what i mean i, I, I look i'm not saying anything bad about anybody but every year you see like you said you see the same like 10 or 15 faces and then they'll bring you one or two other people yeah like like the yeah i mean you know avengers came i I want them to succeed i've wanted them to succeed i i had some really good years with them and i would talk to them and pitch them things and every year it was like the same shit show and i'm just like you know and and then they would come back to me and ask like they they contact me every year and ask for the same guy <laughs> and I'm not going to say who it is. I know who it is. But the... <laughs> <laughs> I already, you, you don't have to. I already. No, no, no. no you're thinking Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly no, what I was no. talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, well, they they would take him every year, but, right? Of course. But no, it wasn't that. I'm talking about after the heyday. Oh, I got Wizard. you. I got you. After got he you. wasn't doing them anymore. Gotcha. Um, they would come back and ask for the same, the same low level guest that they had four years in a row. And me as an agent, it's my job to get bookings for my clients. Of course. So I'm not going to talk them out of it. Well, no, no. You know, if you want him, okay. You, you know, you meet his requirements, he'll be there. And I just would sit back and scratch my head and be like, they're asking for him again. I can't believe it. (laughs) Is it, do you think it's a, in their head? I I know this is horrible to to actually say this, but, Mm -hmm. um, guess you know specific celebrities at these things mm-hmm. it there's 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 a uh, a contract price agreement i'm assuming correct yes usually so, yeah. so is it that they're somewhere in management's head is just going we can only spend this per person is that what they're doing and going well let's just stick with the same list as last year because we know what that budget was i i don't know dude i just i really think it's laziness I mean, I just think uh, that's probably a I, lot of it. I mean, I, fall I, into it. I, I mean, I have my own theories, right? But mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I just keep sitting back and waiting for a massive shakeup and somebody to come in and turn it around. But it, it's just been on this, this downward spiral for like several years. Yeah, and I know they have they have the resources to make it better. But I think, I think they have a couple people in positions that are just, maybe the, these people have dirt on somebody and, and that's why they haven't been fired. I don't know. 
I, I really don't know. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not probably I'm probably not doing myself any favors right now as far as ever getting invited <laughs> back. But but I mean, I would love for them to succeed. I would love to help them build right, a good right. show. But unfortunately, they're lacking any imagination right now. Well, I mean, we feel the same well, way. I mean, like uh, the we we always go, and of course, you know, we're we're they they are gracious enough to give us press passes and go out there and do our thing. And mm-hmm. and you know that's really cool. I mean, of course, we can't. Uh, this is this is the thing with press passes, though. Is like they'll give us press passes, but it's just for us to go into the show. We can't speak mm-hmm. to any of the guests. We can't. We we'd have to contact someone like you to be able to talk to the guests. You know that kind of thing. You got to talk to Jerry. I, I, <laughs> Jerry emails me. Like I talk. Yeah. yeah you know, and uh, and uh, and 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 stuff like that. But it was just kind of like one of those things where it's like they give you that little stipulation. Now you know you are not supposed to bother the guests. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I, I like Jerry. I like Jerry, by me, the way. He, so do I. You know, he's he, not. He's not the problem. No, probably. he's he's always <laughs> that, that guy has always been super nice to me, and yeah. he's always been helpful. And it was he's like top notch with if I have to say anything about those guys. Yeah. It, it's just like you know, so you, they they give you that thing where you don't bother anybody, which is fine by me. I don't I don't mind that. You know, I, I understand they have to make their money, they have to do their things. You know, that's cool. Um, but. I love the show because, you know, it, it brings back it. They they give, um, like the local talent. Like we're friends with all of the, not all of them, but most of the like New Orleans based comic book guys. Like all the guys mm-hmm. out here that do art. Uh, we have a few that are you know work for uh, IDW and all these other big comic book companies and stuff like that. But they're friends of ours. I mean, they even do they even do our pictures and stuff. You know, like we we have advertisements for our podcast that are drawn by these guys and stuff but that's what i like about the shows is like they give those guys the opportunity to get out there and do stuff you know Mm -hmm. and and i find that the when the show started to (coughs) excuse me um it's always been deemed a comic book convention which is not yeah and and i think that's one of the issues it's mislabeled you know, it's like, oh, come out to Wizard World Comic Con. No, it's not a Comic Con. Yes, there are comic books there, and there are comic book artists there, but it's more of a pop culture convention than anything. Mm. You know, yeah. what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, push that. If you push that aspect of it being a pop culture thing, and do more advertisement on what you think the draws are, it will help everybody in general. Is is how I feel. Well, that goes back to what I was talking about them not seeming to know uh what their what their, what their identity yeah. their identity yeah um they just yeah they seem they seem to not really know what I, they just kind of lazily throw it together and whatever it is is what it is and i mean you know the last time i was even there was um a few years ago i can't remember what show it was but i had a bunch of people booked into some show in new orleans that got canceled was it was I, oh i know what you're talking about it wasn't mighty con because mighty con was the small one um i do remember i remember it was god dang what was the name of that that convention but that was like two years ago right two or three years ago it's about yeah maybe three years ago yeah i had I, I had a bunch of people booked into a show that got canceled yeah and then the promoter contacted me and said, hey, uh, you know, since all these people were planning to go on a show this weekend, do you want to do our show? 
And it was one of those things where everyone was just like, eh, I guess we were planning on doing something, so let's just go do it. Yeah. And, you know, and I brought some good people, too. You know, John Bernthal and um, uh, a few others. And, nice. And, and, it, and it was like, it was it was not good. That was, was, was yeah. That was that was the that was the year that yeah. I remember that because what happened is they uh, they uh, was it the same weekend of that convention that they did that. What? I, well, no, that it was canceled. Like that one, it was canceled, and then then another one just said popped up and said we're gonna have it this week. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't remember what it was. That, it was very that... strange. It was weird uh, that year. Yeah, it was something that just they completely just pulled the whole show, and yeah. it was. It was I, 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 I'm glad I don't remember it. So, <laughs> but well, speaking, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. But so we ended up doing that Wizard World. That was the last. I think that might be the last Wizard World I ever did. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I haven't really been back since. I mean, I, I know I sent this one guy. Uh, a few times <laughs> to to uh, you know as I talked about, um, but um, I I can't remember if it's the last. One. I know I went to a Sacramento show, might have been the last one that I had like two people at, right? But, but it's it, it, I just look at their guest list and I you know they'll they'll ask me for somebody and I'll be like, who who you know. Who are you trying to market this to? I mean, it's like, this makes no sense. I mean, again, I'm not going to fight you and tell you not to take my client because right. it's my job to book my client. But I'm sitting back scratching my head going, what the hell are they trying to put together here? This yeah. is it's it's so just like not thought through. It's it's <laughs> it's it, uh, seriously, it's like they're throwing it fucking darts and whatever they hit. <laughs> oh, let's call this person you know it it uh it it, it and, and you again know what? you just discovered their secret that's what they're doing yeah it sucks it. because they had a lot of potential dude their chicago show was massive dude their chicago and their philly shows were were fucking enormous really? and and packed and and then it it I, I don't know what it was that just they just went downhill fast, man. That's sad. Wow. That's sad, man. It yeah. really it really well, is because well, I hope they pull it well, together. Let's let's touch base on a more positive show. Yeah. Your podcast, the thing with two heads. Tell us about that. That's the best show ever. Hell no, yeah! It, I, uh, I no. hear it is the best <laughs> show ever. Uh, uh, this 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 is a recent new incarnation, isn't it? This new this is a new this is like a new baby to you guys, right? Yeah, I mean we're already twenty five episodes in, Hell but yeah. um, but yeah, it started. It's one of those things that you know I listen to podcasts. Um, not so much. I used to listen to podcasts. Now I watch a lot of like video podcasts on YouTube. <laughs> you know, yeah. like while I'm working, I'll just put one on, and um. You know, I'd always think when I was hearing horror ones or this and that, and I would be like, man, I could do this better than <laughs> these guys or what, you know, I mean, I, you know, you just kind of say to yourself, you know, but, but I can't do it by myself. I don't want to, I need somebody I can play yeah. off of and, you know, cause you know, it's, it just, it just works better. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, sure. I, I couldn't do but the show I, without him. That's for sure. Cause it's, it's easier to talk back and forth to people. Yeah. And, and I just felt. 
there's no way I don't know anybody that that I think would click with me and that has the right amount of knowledge and this and that. I mean, I was just kind of, it was one of those things that, I mean, I had ideas, but I was just like, eh, and I just never pursued it. And Chris Nelson, one day out of the blue, just says, you and I should start a podcast. <laughs> and I just, and I, and I sat there and I thought to myself, wow, I think it could work <laughs> with him because he's got this dry humor. He's really knowledgeable. we you know, have a good back and forth because we fuck with each other constantly. And sure. um, uh, the fact that he, you know, he has a name too, you know, he's a Academy Award winning special effects makeup artist, you know, I mean, uh, I'm like, you know, this, this is, uh, this could be a good fit. So, you know, we had downtime because he wasn't working, I wasn't working. So we tried it and, and we didn't expect the reaction we got, we kind of thought, oh, maybe some people will dig this, but like literally out the gate, people were like raving. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Like I didn't expect, I thought people were like, hey, you know, you guys are all right. You know, you'll find your legs eventually. And people are like, dude, favorite podcast on the web. And I'm just like, what? You know, um, <laughs> it, it was kind of like took us by surprise. And it really, um, that positive enthusiasm um, really motivated us to, to like, okay, let's really do this. People are digging it. And the fact, I think what maybe makes our show a little different than other people's like y'all's no, um, <laughs> it's just, I think you're getting a different perspective from two guys that are in the business, you know? Absolutely. Right. 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 Sure. For sure. And I think that's the, that's the real difference is yes, you can tell we're fans, but we're also fans that are actually working in this world that we're talking about. Um, right. So I, and you know, obviously because of who we know and this and that, we can pull some great guests, which is, you know, a leg up on a lot of people. You know, you guys sure. got to, you guys got to deal with hacks like me as a guest. <laughs> um, you, know, uh, you guys are like, we got a big one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> But, you, you know, so that was a real advantage for us. And, um, you know, I think the thing, especially for Chris, I know I'm speaking for Chris on this one, but I know what really motivated him was the positive letters and messages we got from people, a lot of people suffering from depression who, I mean, an overwhelming amount of people suffering from depression yes. that have, have said our podcast gives them something to look forward to and it's a positive thing for them. And it's like, wow, you know, we're doing God's work. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, it it's, yeah, it, it makes it, you feel good. Yeah, you know? it does. Especially in this time where everybody's like just sitting there going, oh, you know, like they have nothing else to do and they want – they don't want to be in their mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody sits there and they're depressed and they start building up the depression because there's nothing going on. You're locked in yeah. your house. Stuff you like everything on TV. Right. Stuff like you guys, our show, everybody else's, you know, whoever does that. It, it helps and it makes it's, it's a positive thing out there. Even though if we say dick and fart jokes or whatever the fuck we're saying, you know, at mm. least it lifts somebody's spirits up somewhere. Yeah. FYI, I, I don't do that. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> what's that what, what did you say? FYI I don't do that yeah he doesn't oh. he said he doesn't do dick and fart jokes he's full of shit 
but uh, well, I, I just thought I, I, I watched, uh, started watching it, and it is. It's really good. You guys do play off each other really well, and it's a, it is an interesting. Uh, it's 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 a much different perspective than the uh, the other ones in 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 the same in a similar vein, not the same vein, but a similar vein. Well, you and, know, and because you like you said, you guys you live in the world. It's a, it's um, it's probably not you know. It's it's a it's true. It's 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 not just factual. It's they're they're true statements. It's coming at you in a real way, mm-hmm. and which 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 makes it nice. You know, it, it's it's a nice uh, it, it's a nice change of pace for sure. And I think another thing people appreciate about our show is that neither of us think that much of each other, as far as ourselves. We don't. We're not like super ego driven like look at us we both make fun of ourselves we 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 are able we are able to like you know i'm the kind of person that i fucking make myself the butt of the joke all the time it's it's something that i i've always done going back to you watch my horse hollow grounds episodes i'm always the guy who's getting shit on um, and it's, it's, that's by design. I want it that way. I want to, I like to poke fun at myself. Um, you know, you know, cause when you do that, you immediately diffuse all the haters, you know, cause it's sure. like, Oh yeah, I'm going to talk shit about Sean's fucking hair. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I talk shit about my hair all the time. You yeah. know, this is the dumbest <laughs> fucking haircut there is because it's so fucking easy. I'm lazy as hell. You know, it's like, you know, I remember somebody like posting about, you know, trying to make fun of me that I dye my hair like like it's a secret. It's like, well, you think I fucking grow fucking blue black hair? Yeah, I dye my hair. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've I've been dying my hair since high school. I I, I, it's I don't I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not trying to hide it. You have any better material you can come at me with? You know, people are just jerks, man. And that's what they want to do. Yeah, they, especially nowadays, it's that it's the, uh, the 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 anonymity that people think they have anymore, and they can yeah. say anything they want to do and just tear people up. Well, I can That's tell you right I now. I can tell you right now. I've been doing this for fucking how long? Forever, and you know how many people, uh, you know, people talk shit on the internet. You know, I've seen I've seen people literally post. If I see that guy in person, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Because I hate Sean Clark, you know, and it's like, dude, you know where I am. It's 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 no secret. Everybody knows where I'm going to be every weekend. Come on mm-hmm. up, and say hi. Yeah, come, come hang seen, out. I ain't I ain't been punched in the face yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like right. You know, it's just a lot of people talking shit, fucking keyboard warriors. Oh, um, yeah. You know, if you if you ain't gonna back it up, shut the fuck up. You know. Oh, and they're always it's it's so many people just talking out their ass too, and it's just a I don't know different era, different generations. I don't know. It makes us sound old, but you know whatever. Old doesn't get mean bad. It just means yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, we'll That's get us. Off your crew now. I do have another question for you, but I know I know we're winding our time down. But I just wanted to ask you if 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 you could see a other than the ones that have been done. A movie be completely remade. What would it be in 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 the horror films? Um, that hasn't I mean, been done yet. Yeah, I mean, if 
if if I could remake a horror film, I mean, yeah, someone a... says someone says to you, here's a here's a blank check, make the movie you want. Oh. Here you go. Oh. What are you doing? See that changes things. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple movies I've talked about that I'd love to see remakes of. Um, Terror Train. Oh, I, yeah. I love Terror Train. I love uh, Tourist Trap. Even though I feel like House of Wax remake is pretty much a tourist trap ripoff. Yeah. Um, mm. But which I actually really like the House of Wax remake. I, th- I think it's kind of an underrated gem. It's a. I think it got a lot of flack. Is, it, is that the one with Paris Hilton? It is. That's exactly what I was going to say. It got a lot of flack because of Paris Hilton. But it's actually okay. a really good slasher film. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, I highly recommend people revisit it. I think you'll appreciate it more now. Uh, but uh, there's that. Uh, if I had a blank check, I'd love to tackle the fun house, you know? Oh, I love yeah, that's good. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's... Um, I'd have to really think about that. But those are a couple that pop in my head as as ones that I would like to see. I would love to see an updated version of. I think you could make them better. Uh, you know, could, I don't know could, you could, could you make, make them a box office? Hit? Huh? With 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 that blank check, do you think you could make it a box office hit? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's face it; none of those movies had box office hit box office hit potential. That's um, true. Uh, you, they were all fun, to, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, gosh, now I'm really thinking about it, like. Uh, I don't know, man. That's it's I mean, there's, a, there's a bunch of movies like that that I, I mean, I I love, um, I love the subspecies series. Yeah, with Radu and the vampire. I loved uh, pretty much anything that came out of uh, Full Moon. I like Castle Freak and and stuff like that. There's old flicks like Look, that. But did you see the Castle Freak remake? I did not. No, I didn't know there was a Castle Freak remake. Yeah, it's out. What? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my buddy, my date, my my date, my buddy Tate <laughs> Seisnick, uh, he he directed it and did all the effects. Do you want us to edit it. that out? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> um, I mean, we had a little thing going on the side. So. Oh, all right, that's fine. As long as as long as you guys are cool. Yeah, you know, we're 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 grown men. We can you know we can we can handle. It. <laughs> um, he uh yeah he uh he he directed it. It came out. Gosh, just a couple months ago, I think it was. I, I think it's on Shutter. I think it's on Shutter. Oh, okay. Oh I'll, I'll have to look it up it then. Out. Yeah. You know, I will say it's it was super low budget. He did for what he, I mean, for what he had to work with, he did a really good job. It's not a it's not a big budget by any means. Um, but it's a different take. But it, it I think he did a, I think he did a great job. It was his directorial debut. He's an amazing special effects makeup artist he he was one of the contestants on face off back in the day nice uh, and he did he did the last puppet master movie too the littlest reich he did all the puppets for that no shit so yeah he's he's really talented so look check out his uh check out his version see what you think oh i'm i'm definitely going to do that but that's awesome yeah, now you got me thinking you know cuz there's so many you know like like uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake was, I think, superior to the original. Oh yes. Um, I mean that that's a good. Obviously, the Fly remake is better than the original. The yes. Thing remake is better than the original. Yes. 
the Blob remake was better than the original. Right. Do you uh, think it's just technology made it better, or was it the choice of actors? Uh, technology helped. Uh, I think but it was a little bit of both. Those are definitely better actors, better stories. Um, you know. Sure. Uh, you know, the Dawn of the Dead remake was fun. It's not as good as the original. Right. Um, but right. It, but it, I enjoyed the Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, yeah. but st- then, you know, you have, you have misses like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which, you know, I yeah. revisited it recently and it was a lot better than I remembered. I was going to um, say, I, I was kind of a fan of it. I mean, I had no, really? pro- I, 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 I kind of dug that movie. Uh, I don't know why, but everybody hated it so much. And I was like, when I watched it, I'm like, I don't see this being a bad film. It's not Freddy Krueger. Like you remember yeah. him. But well, it's it's a grittier version, in my opinion. We did a we did a, a a ranking episode on the Elm Street franchise, and I broke this one down. And my basic take on it was, this movie would have been so much better if they hadn't made the character of Freddy Krueger sympathetic. Yeah. Because um, you know when they're like chasing him to to burn him alive, and they show him you know being gr- nice with the kids, they kept like teetering it back and forth. Okay, is he a is he a filthy child molester or is he a nice guy who's being mistaken? You know, they should have just went with child molester yeah. and made him the bad guy. Trying making the character sympathetic did didn't work. Yeah, kind of so, that that did kind of throw it for a loop. Yeah, yeah, it it just it, it it you as a viewer didn't know where you were going with your feelings towards this guy, and they had no motivation. Like they really had no motivation for the for him to be the killer coming back yeah. and it, 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 you know, where did the glove come from? They never even explained it. He just has it. I mean, it's like, you know, it's uh, it, it was a bit of a mess, Yeah, but, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I remembered when I saw it in the theater. I hated it, but I revisited it to do the ranking episode. I was like, ah, you know what? Especially after watching all those other ones, I was like, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, this, some of those later Freddy movies, man, they got uh, so cornball. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Yeah. They do not hold up. No, they don't. <laughs> they do not. Um I, 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 I used to like the series, the Nightmare on Elm Street T V show. Yeah. That was cool. That was kinda corny though. I don't, I liked I don't remember a TV show. You yeah. don't remember the television show? Freddy's new Freddy's Nightmares. Really? Yeah. No, I've never yeah. I don't remember the T V show. I don't remember the T V show at all. I do remember the Friday the Thirteenth TV show where it was like a yeah like a pa- like a pawn shop or something, and they would get like these weird items in. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. like Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, it's a per- Curiosities Shop. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> Curiosity <laughs> Shop. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they never Friday sold the Thirteenth, the series. That's right. Yeah, they never sold anything in the entire time the shop was open. <laughs> How did they stay in business? <laughs> it was needful things. Yeah, I went, there you go. I went to that store. Where was that? I was in. I think it was in. Was it Toronto? I think it was in Toronto. Nice. Yeah, it was somewhere um, in Canada. Yeah, I, I I was out with my buddy Robert uh, Patterson, who um, who does the location stuff with me. He does. Uh, he writes a lot of the articles uh, in Whorehound now under, oh, you know, cool. my Whore's Hog Grounds. He does a lot of them. Um, and we were out just, we went to all the prom night locations. We went to the fly <laughs> locations. So cool. 
we went to a bunch of Hannibal locations from the series, God. and I remember one of the places we stopped by was the the shop they used for Friday Thirteenth the series. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. It was some it was some store. It was like a it was like a ladies, furniture ladies boutique. <laughs> it might have been it might have been a sunglass store. I don't remember it. <laughs> it was like this was like six years ago. I can't remember what it was, but. Uh, like I, I, I was, uh, watching one of the, uh, hologram things and, and my, it was for, uh, uh, return of the living dead. And oh, I, that's, that's not one of my favorite no, ones. That man, was a, it was stuff is gone, but it was, but it was so funny the way you did. He says you were like, yeah, this is the sidewalk they walked down and it's not even the same sidewalk. <laughs> Everything is gone. It's not, you know, you're like, you like the building was supposed to be here or something. I can't remember what you were saying, but it was so funny. And you walked across the thing and you're like, sorry, this is all we got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's what happens sometimes, you know. I mean, a lot of the episode of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 was a lot of just like, yep, this is where it used to be. You right, know? right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you have to deal with. I just finished, I just finished up the ultimate fast times of Ridgemont high episode. Oh man. That's and I cool. found everything, but there's a couple key places that have been torn down and, and, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a bummer. I don't know if you saw, I posted one this morning. Was Mm-mm. it this morning no, or last night? Um, it's an update to my bill and Ted's episode Oh, sweet! where I finally found, uh, Bill's house. No um, shit. Cause I found the interior and all these people online kept saying, oh, no, that's the same house on the exterior. They just remodeled it. And I'm like, there's no way this is the same house. So I was getting in fights with people online. <laughs> people were telling me I'm wrong. And uh, and they shot the entire movie in Arizona except for one scene. The, 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 when you see the, out, the, the, the outside of the house and the garage was all uh, a house in, in L.A., Oh wow! And it and it's so weird because I asked Alex Winter about it. He's, he's one of my clients, and he could not remember. And then I talked to Diane Franklin, who played one of the princesses, right? And she said that house was in Pacific Palisades. And I said, "Wow, you tell me they shot the entire movie in Arizona, and they shot this one." thing in pacific palisade she goes i'm telling you i'm telling you so i asked alex and he goes i have no recollection of that he he thought she was wrong well she was right wow and but the house was torn down in 2017 oh that sucks Uh, but i found it and uh if you use you know thank god now we have like google earth and google street view i was able to pull images of it you know uh, before they tore it down to verify it was the house. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, so that's I just kind of added. That was my middle finger episode I put up. <laughs> all the people that told me I was wrong. It's like, fuck you guys, I'm right. <laughs> well, look, man, Sean, before we, uh, before we get out of here, tell all these people where they can find you and all your stuff, man, like, uh, you know, all your URLs and all that good stuff. Okay, on Grinder, you can find me at... <laughs> I'm on Christian Farm. Was it Christian Farm? I forgot what the hell they Christian. ChristianFarmers.com. Yeah, yeah, Christian Farmers. Hey, how y'all yeah, doing? I love that one. That the, one's 
That's a, that's a good that's a good dating site. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. It's at Malfunction. M A L F U N. I always spell it wrong. F U N C S E A N. I can't even spell it. It's basically malfunction. The word malfunction. You take off the T I O N at the end and you add S E A N. There you so, go. Gotcha. Malfunction. And uh, and then on Facebook, my personal page has been full forever. But um, I had to do one of those stupid fan pages, which I hate. But it's like Facebook.com backslash Sean Clark official. Ooh. And there's also a Horace Hollow Grounds Facebook page as well. Um, so you can find me on all that garbage. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, keeping up the new episodes and, you know, the Horace Hollow Grounds thing with two heads these collection videos I started doing too that people, I, I just did this one. I don't know if you guys saw, I started doing my poster collection and I was like, I don't know if anybody's going to even care about this. It was one of my most popular videos. I can't believe it. People are like, I can't wait for the next one. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You'll be, you'll be surprised what people want to see, man. I mean, you know, people love that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it kind of caught me off guard. I was, I couldn't believe how much, people responded to that one like dude that was the dopest episode i can't wait to see the rest of your posters because i only did like a through c you right. know because i have them alphabetical alphabetical order right well, like shit. like everyone should have them well, well, well don't for don't don't uh, be surprised you're going to get a lot of response with uh people wanting to find that grinder yeah yeah i'm pretty sure but it's there's probably yeah. a bunch of them out there one that. <laughs> and that on grinder it's malfunction dong <laughs> 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 So you find me on there. It's good to know. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 do that typo. <laughs> yeah. On Christian farmers, it's. Uh... <laughs> be careful on that one. Uh, uh... <laughs> oh God! Uh, hysterical. I don't know. I don't. I can't come up with anything clever for that one off the top of my head. <laughs> I got to think about that one a little bit. And I was well, on the. Blacks only dating site until recently. <laughs> I, I, I got kicked off. You got kicked off of that one. That yeah, sucks, man. Kicked off by Coca Cola. Like technicality. Yeah. I don't. You know, yeah, like, you exactly. You probably got kicked off by Coke. That's yeah, so I'm like, stupid. Do you know who I identify as though? How can you tell me what I know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Damn. Yeah. What this Coca Cola thing? Give me a break. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm glad you read that too. I was like, that's some dumb shit, man. Well, then I read into it, and it's. It's kind of a bullshit article, but yeah, um, yeah. But really whatever. Is. I'm totally anti cancel culture of any kind. I mean, same it, us too. It, people, it's yeah. People need you know what? When we were growing up, we had a thing called feelings that we were able to get over. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know what else we had? We had this thing called um, a remote. And when we yeah. didn't like something, we turned the channel. Yeah, and and. And most of all, we had common sense. So that one too. Much the main that one too. Well, let's face it: the internet is the best and worst thing that's ever happened to us. I mean, God, it's it's it great for all the convenience, but it's also made idiotic, you know, idiocracy convenient. You know. Yeah, it made it a real, con- real convenience real stores are great for convenience too. But though you eat enough out of them, you're just going to get fat and sick. Yeah. And sick. So I mean, there's nothing good comes out of convenience too much. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Back in the day, if you got mad, 
you, you know, you told your friends that you were mad about something. Now you go on right. and preach to the world and, and you've got this ginormous soapbox. Yeah. And, right. And, and, and everybody's so afraid. I mean, if more people and more companies would just stand up and go, you know what? That's, you know, tough shit. You know, if you don't like it, it, don't buy the product. Exactly. You know, if you don't like, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. You know, um, I just, I just feel like everybody's so afraid. You know, if if I say something, uh, I'll own up to it. You know, I'll, I'll own sure. up to it, and and you know, I'll stick to my guns unless you know, unless I'm Gina Carano and I make a bad Holocaust joke. I mean, you know, <laughs> which really wasn't a joke. I mean, she was she was straight up doing some stupid shit. Plus, you know. She, you know, somebody just asked me the other day, I'm bringing her up. Somebody said what I thought about, you know, Disney firing her. And I said, dude, she had many chances. She yeah. poked the bear big time. I, I kind of feel like she was trying to see how far she could push it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Probably. I mean, she was asking to get fired. Um, and you know, if you're dumb enough to lose one of the best gigs on the planet, it's like, come on. Yeah. How could you, yeah. man, I, I would, mean, for, for an ex UFC fighter, who's not a very good actor, you, you really had the fucking dream job yeah. and you just totally blew it. Yeah. I, I, I was saying the same thing. I was kind of like, you know what? If I had the job that that was, you know what I'd be doing? Absolutely nothing. I wouldn't be answering anybody's questions. I wouldn't say anything. I would, I would be like, I'm going to work and I'm coming back home. I'm good. Yeah. Thank you, know, you. Am I gonna? You know what I'm gonna do? Am I, tonight, am I gonna make that Holocaust comment, or am I gonna <laughs> cash that check? What am I gonna do? Hmm. You know, I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna cash the check. Yeah, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. And just keep my what mouth about? shut. <laughs> um, my God, you know. Well, Sean, man, look, we appreciate you again coming on the show. It was awesome to finally actually get you on the show and talk to you, and. uh Hopefully you had a good time, and hopefully you come back, man. Absolutely, anytime. Uh, you know, uh, you, this is my favorite have. subject. Me. Yeah, so, look, man, like I said, it, we, you're welcome anytime. We had a, it was a great time. We had a blast, man. And we, you know, maybe next time we'll run off about some more shit that we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, looking and, forward and to for the uh, record, talking about some uh, conventions down the road. <laughs> what? I was going to say, and I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about those conventions coming up for sure. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping we have some conventions to talk about pretty soon and I can get back out there. And You know, the funny thing is I don't miss the conventions. I mean, it's it's I don't miss the, the work aspect of the conventions. I don't miss the travel. I don't miss the hotels, the taxis, the airports. Um, but what I do miss are my friends who I see at every sure. convention who are, you know, the vendors, the other agents, uh, the promoters who have all become real good friends of mine. Uh, it's kind of like we're a big traveling circus and, uh, I look forward to seeing them in the different cities all over the world. And, uh, that's the part I miss the girls that work with me, you know, my, my crew. Um, it's, uh, that's the part I miss. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that. And, and also, yeah, the, the people, the fans, you know, like who are, you know, I, I hate calling them fans because I, well, I hate using the term fan like I'm saying you're my fan. I mean the fans that go to the conventions, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, like just you. in general, yeah. all the people that show up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
that's that's always fun and it's going to be a lot more fun i think hearing all the feedback about all the shit that we've been doing during the pandemic like you know we've actually gained fans from you know thing with two heads you know like so now i'm people are probably going to be come up to me going dude i are i'm so and so that that po- you know that posts on your show or whatever you know? like sure <laughs> We're going to get to put faces to some of these crazy screen names, you know? Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. And, and it's going to be good. It's going to be fun, man. You'll see all these uh, interesting people and meet new interesting people. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's it, It'll be nice. And then the next one you're uh, in that we can go to, maybe maybe if, like I said, if Frightmare wakes up and does something or is able to do something with all this crap, um, maybe we'll see you there. Yeah, I think the next one that I'll be at for sure would probably be horror hound cincinnati nice, that's probably nice. that's the next one i know for sure i'm gonna be at if it happens right right um oh, cool man september and october are starting to look pretty crazy because there's <laughs> oh you know what though mad monster party north carolina i think is the first weekend of september so that might be the first one i end up back at oh there you go we might have to make a trip over there to your rum that's gonna be okay, fun okay sounds good but uh Anyway, man, like I said, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Again, everybody, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And as always, remember to keep it it, it, metal! That's it. Get the butt!